97 even. so excited for 2020 i'm so excited for 2020 i just have a great feeling about this year me too but 2020 started off a little rough for me but i still have a great feeling about it yeah. so Why that's is good this all girl i can't talk about it on the podcast but okay. <laughs> <laughs> like literally new year's eve slash day stuff kept happening and i said we're not about to do with this year no. like this check yourself like it was just thing after thing and I was like this if this is a reflection of how this year is gonna be but I still got high hopes for this year I do too I feel like I handled all my BS that needed to be taken care of before the year ran out because I was just like I'm not going into a new year with any bad energy any bad feelings I feel so good about this year I feel like I have closure from situations that I didn't feel like I had closure for it from before. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have no ill will in my circle. Yeah. I, I just feel good. Good. And even like, I'm trying to think like, I, yeah, I just took care of a lot of baggage. I feel like 2019 was me really just sorting out my baggage, like, you know, taking care of things that needed to be taken care of. So this year, I mean, we always say new year, new me, but literally I just feel good. I feel like I'm going into a new year where I'm like, whoo, I feel like I'm at peace more than I have been in a long time. Good. I agree with that. Even yeah. though it's been rough these last seven days yeah. a little bit, <laughs> the way I, my bounce back game has been strong. That's good. So You always got to bounce back. Yeah. Like, oh, me, 20, no, nah, 2019 was lit. I didn't realize how lit 2019 was until I did a recap. Uh-huh. And I was like, do I want to do a recap? I don't know. And then I was like, forget it. I'm going to just do a little flip gram or whatever you call that thing. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. 2019 yeah. was kind of lit. It was lit, but it was also mm, very trying, too, I guess. Like, True, it, it was yeah. lit, but it was also sometimes where I was like, ugh. I feel like 2019, I literally did whatever I wanted. Yeah, like, I, I didn't do much of that. I just was like, literally did whatever. I feel like 2020, I learned some lessons. I have more discipline. Like, yeah. I'm having some collateral damage from doing whatever I wanted in 2019. <laughs> but I'm handling things very well. That's good. That's good. I'm, so. I'm excited. I really am. Did you have any, um like, resolutions? No, so I didn't do any New Year's resolutions, but I have, so my birthday was January 3rd, and uh, and I think that's also a thing, so I brought in my birthday in Houston and New Year's in Houston, you know, mm-hmm. Houston is like my happy place, Yeah. so I think that also set the tone for the year, Yeah. but um, I didn't come up with any New Year's resolutions, I came up with a word for 2020, and then I came up with 26 things that I'm going to accomplish in year 26 because I turned 26 on the third. Mm-hmm. So my word for um, 2020 is um, intentional because I just Good. feel like everything that I'm going to do is going to be, like, intentional. And then I'm not going to read my list of 26 things, but it was just, like, kind of, like, small tasks, like, a couple things that I had on my bucket list, a couple things I want to get in the habit of doing, mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah. I'm excited. I actually so I didn't like have like a plan like I'm gonna have a resolution like I really Mm -hmm. just was like it is what it is but the funny part about it is as 2020 started approaching and even like a couple days into 2020 I started 
creating resolutions organically, if that yeah. makes sense. Like, I started saying things to myself, like, this year you're going to, or, like, not even this year, from now on, really. Right. Like, from now on you're going to blah, blah, blah. And so I guess I sort of developed, like, three resolutions unintentionally, mm-hmm. but they're good ones. What are they? One is to just be more financially responsible. Mm-hmm. The two is to stop procrastinating. And, like, uh-huh. I don't even mean just, like, at work. I just mean in life. Like, I yeah. procrastinate going to the grocery store. Like, I'm about to start saying, like, do it now. Right. Don't wait. Do it now with everything. And um, just talking to myself better. Yeah. Because I talk to myself kind of mean sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm so dumb. I'm so broke, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. I'm yes. going to talk to myself better. That's definitely one of mine, too. I was like... Also, I had to get in the mindset of, I think we talked about this before, like, you know, you choose to be happy at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So 2020 going to be a good year. Yeah. I said it's going to be a good year. And yeah. it's going to be a bomb year. And I'm going to accomplish everything I want to because I said so. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. That's on period, poo. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for it. Good. Me too. It's going to be a very lit year. It is. It is. And we're just grown, grown. Like, we're over the hump Ooh, this year. Girl, I don't over that 25. I don't want to see my paycheck come this Friday because what? all my benefits hit my behind. Oh. I'm going to wait for it. <laughs> Y'all, but, we got some new sound effects. We do. Y'all about to be tired we're of so us. We're so ready to use them, too. Y'all going to be so tired of us. But, yes, I'm so ready to just... <laughs> Well, I guess I have to pay benefits for the rest of my life. So I don't know what I'm ready for. I guess I got to get ready to pay them. I'm glad that my birthday is where it is. God knew not to put my birthday in January because I would not be ready. It's okay. I paid all my bills. I'm I'm not broke. I'm, money's a little tight. <laughs> it's a little tight. It's a little tight. Because I got back from Houston, I said, pay your bills now. I said, because you're going to sit in the house until you get paid again. I need to, my next check, I need to pay. Can't go. I keep saying every city other than the city that we're actually going to. I was about to say Cancun. My next check, I need to pay off Cabo. Y'all, we going to Cabo. <laughs> Los Cabos. Pray for us. I keep Me saying. Me and Deanna and our sisters. Pray for us. I keep saying daggone Cancun. <laughs> then uh, daggone every other city. What'd you but say? Cuba one time? <laughs> Cuba. <laughs> we can't go to Cuba no more. I keep saying. Uh, speaking of places we can't go. So, you know, we got to get into, I guess, I I don't, I've intentionally not exposed myself too much I haven't to either. it, but obviously you can't be ignorant to it. Yeah. So. It makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, it, it's depressing. I I just, Trump is a Mm, I just so mean. We talking about the whole World War Three thing, y'all. I know y'all been seeing the memes. It's so stupid. And all of the things. I thought the memes were funny, but then I was like, all right. It's kind of. On my flight back from Houston, like, I've never been on a plane with so many, um, like, military people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was sad. Like, people's families were hugging them and crying. And I don't think they were getting Aww. deployed. I think they were just going to training or whatever. But it's just like, you don't. We got to stop making a joke about everything. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, some of those were funny. I'm not going to say I didn't laugh at any of them. But it this was. is real. This is happening. It was funny. But you know what? Somebody had posted, like, black people don't know how to be sad. And I yeah. I mean, that's a resiliency trait that black people have developed. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, we have learned to 
laugh through our pain just based on our history. So, like, I get it. Like, that's just who we are as a people. But at the same time, I'm glad that some people have called us back and be like, okay, y'all is funny, but also. Right, exactly. Because those are people's families. Those are people's, like, husbands, wives, kids, like, you know, and mm-hmm. that's scary. It is scary. Especially when scary. you have a freaking leader who doesn't give a damn about anybody but himself. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to call back the draft. I hope not. I just, I don't think, somebody Honestly, made it. at this point, it's just like, nothing surprises me with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I cannot be surprised anymore. No, me neither. He, yeah, he's passed. Like, even when I see him tweet, like, outlandish things, I don't even mm-hmm. be like, oh, my gosh, anymore. I'm just like, like, and y'all chose him to run a country. Yeah. Uh, he, I'm sorry, but if y'all don't vote in November, it's going to be some issues. Yeah, seriously. Y'all, Amber got a pink eye. Stop. Is it doing more? <laughs> no, she's just over here looking at her eye. Oh, my god! I think you probably just got something in your eye or it's allergies. I hope so because ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. You don't. I hope you don't get it. <laughs> it hurts so bad. <laughs> I hope you don't get it. But Y'all pray for Amber. For real. She may or may not have pink eye. <laughs> it hurts so I'm bad. I'm at the opposite end of the table. <laughs> it hurts so bad. Try not to touch it. Um... But, yeah, from the little bit of research that I did do, I guess, you know, y'all know they killed a famous leader and people were protesting about it. And I guess, quote, unquote, it had to be done because apparently he had done a lot of things. We've been at war a long time, though. People just haven't been. Yeah, I know we have. Yeah. I think. haven't been woke to it until now that stuff's getting a little bit more real. I think people were woke and they went back to sleep and yeah. they woke back up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's definitely been and now going on. They're shaking the table. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's scary though. It's extremely scary. I think, but also, so have you seen The Handmaid's Tale? No, I keep hearing about it. It's so good. Completely unrelated. It I know disturbing. y'all. It's very disturbing, but I love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's extremely disturbing though. <laughs> like it's an eleven out of ten on the disturbing radar. Oh my goodness. But like I don't think I've ever watched a show that is that disturbing. But and I know y'all, it's completely it's unrelated. Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I know it's completely unrelated to the whole situation, the, you know, World War Three quote unquote thing. But for some reason, I can't help but to just connect the two a little bit and just the fact of how much power the government has oh yeah like that's kind of where i find the bridge in the two and mm-hmm. it's scary it is it's scary like the stroke of a pen can really change your life mm-hmm. and you don't know until you know right but like any decision like people's like you said husbands fathers mm-hmm. whatever are getting up and leaving being deployed because somebody made a decision. Exactly. Some somebody made Some a decision one person whether made somebody decision. agreed with it or not. Right. Ugh. It's crazy. Honestly, I don't want to talk about Trump no more because he irks my soul and No, I don't, I don't want this either. to be a sad podcast. But so. we can talk about the handmaid's tale cuz it's <laughs> So do you know what it's about? Arian, um, our live sister Arian was describing it to oh, me a little bit. Oh, yes, Arian was. I was like, who inspired me to watch it? It was Arian. Arian inspired me to watch this other show, too, I'm going to tell you about, but go ahead. What? The, um, it was, well, we were on a group group FaceTime one time, and I think Brittany was like, watch it, and then Arian watched it, and Arian called me, and it's um, Temptation Island. Oh, I haven't seen Girl, it. Girl, them people are crazy. I haven't seen it. Gotta watch it. But it's, 
it's hand the handmade tale is like very disturbing a lot of the stuff like isn't it like rape and incest and stuff like that it's not necessarily incest or at least how far i've gotten i haven't seen any incest but it essentially is rape like essentially mm-hmm. they are having sex being forced to have sex and deliver and get pregnant <sighs> by my stomach hurt i know and it's like you I heard think, the book was bombed too yeah i haven't read the book but like you think that's the most disturbing part about it but there's so many other small details like i hate to spoil it but i don't think this part is like huge but like at one point, she gets banished to her room, and she can't leave it. And she mentions that the door is not, like, closed all the way. Like, it doesn't close all the way. And, like, that's literally to show who's in control. Like, you yes. you could, you can see outside of the door, but you know you can't leave. Yeah. That's some that's crazy. psycho crazy. That reminds me <laughs> of this um, book I read uh, for my book club. It was called Behind Closed Doors. Mm-hmm. That book is crazy really? it was so good i literally read it in the only reason why i didn't read it in one day is because i started like halfway through the day or i else i would have finished the whole book in one day that yeah. book was insane it's kind of like that you just like when somebody has so much power over you mm-hmm. it's crazy yeah and it's like a lot about like you know women's rights like it's like a big thing for me yeah. like it's, it's a lot about like women and their rights and like how society views us and like it's just like sick because that could yeah, really yeah. happen. It's like you can really be in prison like in your mind. Yeah, you really can. It's yeah. really it's really crazy. Like somebody can control you just mentally. Mm-hmm. When really you could technically beat them up or like kill them or something, but you're so mentally like enslaved or prisoner Mm -hmm. that and that's crazy because that happens like in life yeah yeah but with the handmaid's tale it is that but also like they physically the things they do physically Mm -hmm. to these women like if you step out of line is beyond i wish i don't want to spoil it for y'all if y'all listen to the podcast and y'all want to watch it but the the things they do physically to them like the punch it's things that you would not even think to do to somebody yeah I tell you when we get off air, Ugh. but like I just, I, I really don't know if I could watch it. I, I don't. That kind of makes my stomach hurt thinking about it. The first night I watched it, I was scared. Me and my friend watched it, um, and I literally had to turn on the Proud Family to go to sleep. Oh my god, I was so scared. You know, I'm scared, but I'm a big scaredy. I'm scary. That's why I don't watch scary stuff, especially not at night. If it's creepy, I got to watch it during the day. Like that you show, I started watching it. It has to be watched during the day. See, I want to watch it, but being completely honest, I know too many men that it reminds me of. (laughs) That's a great segue into my topic. It's really not, but it kind of just made me think of somebody, and then it also made me think about my topic. Oh, Lord. But before, I'm going to start sharing with y'all what kind of wine we're drinking, because me and Amber have a good bottle today. So if you go to Food Lion, there is a bottle for $5.99. $5.99. It's called Jacob's Creek Classic Cabernet. I don't know how to say the S word. Sauvignon. Sauvignon. (laughs) Anyways, it it got a, a silver medal. It's bomb, and it is, it is 13.9%. You had me at 599 so and 13.9%. So, <laughs> you know why. I've become such a wino. Like, I was telling Ariel, like, I could drink any wine. I've been a wino. And I was so happy <laughs> because I held my liquor so well in Houston. Did you? I'm proud of you. Yes, I did. And I was lit. I'm I was proud lit. of you. You'd you be sick. Mm-hmm. You'd be sick, sis. 
Sick as hell. I've been holding my liquor pretty well. I'd be hurt the next day. Yeah. But, like, I've been holding. I've been drinking with the best of them. Yep. <laughs> I, I might be getting my liquor tolerance back up. Y'all might want to watch out. 2020. See y'all double A coming up. Keep that same energy in college. I know. Deanna, go. Deanna, you can't say nothing around the Amber. She gonna be like, remember you said, and remember that one time, right? Like, dang, I am weak. Okay, so we have some funny topics that we're gonna get into, but I'm gonna take us back to a little. It's not that serious. It's kind of funny because this kind of this post read me kind of. <laughs> we talking about love, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let's see. Okay, you can tell me your opinion on this because this is okay. Let me just read it. Okay. Okay. First, love. This love often happens at a young age. You eventually grow apart or call it quits over silly things. When you get older, you may look back and think it wasn't love. But the truth is, it was. It was just love for what you knew it to be. Remember, there's different depths to love. That's the first one. Second love. The hard one. You get hurt this time. The love teaches you lessons and makes us stronger. This love includes great pain, lies, betrayal, abuse, drama, and damage. This is one, this is the one where we grow. We realize that we love, what we love about love and what we don't love about love. Now we know the difference between good and bad humans. Now we became close, careful, cautious, and considerate. What know exactly what, okay, this, they, they, this is a typo. Okay, it's supposed to say, now we know what we want and what we don't want. Okay, third love. This one comes blindly, no warning. It creeps on you silently. You don't go looking for this love. This comes to you. You can put up any wall you want. It will be broken down. You find yourself carrying that person without trying. They look nothing like your usual crush types. But you, Sorry, I just thought about something Amber said one time. <laughs> what did I say? But you get lost in their eyes daily. <laughs> you see beauty in their imperfections. You hide nothing from them. You want marriage and a family with them. You thank the universe for them. You truly love them. What did I say? <laughs> I don't even know if I can say it on here, but I'm going to try to make it appropriate. Oh, Lord, I'm nervous. <laughs> we, were at, we were talking. You were like, I realized that I need to find a mediocre nigga. <laughs> because... She basically said, all y'all niggas is mediocre. I mean, they they all right, but they ain't that fine. So I need to start. I think she said something like, I need to start looking for a mediocre short nigga. That's what she said, y'all. But oh that one made me think it when the third one said, this is not who you would usually date. Like, this doesn't look oh like who you would gosh. usually date. I am sweaty. That is funny. I'm bunny sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I like that post because I felt like it read me. Mm-hmm. I know you're not in a relationship now, but those first two, do you feel like those are true? So. Do you feel like you've been in love more than once? Mm-hmm. Not looking back, but looking in the moment. Like in the moment. Yes. Like- yeah. Because yeah. looking back, I'm just like, that won't love. That yeah, won't yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but in okay. the moment, yeah, you have been. Yeah, in the moment, I think I've been in love more than once. But looking back on it, I don't know. So when you line them up for like the one, two, and then the three. I feel like three could kind of be taken out because that's like who you're going to end up marrying eventually. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm with my three now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why that post kind of read me like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. Because 
my first boyfriend, he's like, I, I would literally be like, he's crazy. He is crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I was not in love with him. Like, I thought That's I was. That's reminded you of you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would be like, like, you know, that was not love this and third. But in the moment, yeah, it was love for what I knew at the time. Right. That was my little boo or whatever with his crazy behind. And now I'm just like, what was wrong with you? Like, he was insane. Yeah. Then the second person that I was with, I, it, it all that. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm gonna die. I'm see, never gonna love again. See, that was a difference for me. My first was like that. Like my yeah. first was mm-hmm. like my heartbreak. My I'm never gonna love again. Like all that. Yeah. And yeah, I, I sort of agree with it, but I think that part makes it very different for me. Having that happen yeah. the first go around, I think made the second go around very different. So you didn't have any boyfriend before him, really? No. Oh, okay. Before yeah. my first, well, okay, no. You know, actually, like if I had was. Well, I wasn't really from the outside looking in because we tell each other everything. I feel like yours was reversed. Like your first and your second were kind of reversed. You so like my second fits exactly what my first. Like if you're going off this post, uh-huh. your second one would have been your. I'm trying not to say names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. your second one. The, like second, the second description would have fit my first love, and the first one would have fit your, your second. second love. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yours were kind of. Switch. Switch. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I and mine went in order. That. Mine was like, okay, like, yeah, you was my little boo. Like, you was crazy. I would never, ever talk to you again. Like, that was not love. But mm-hmm. in the moment, I was like, that's my boyfriend. We don't get married. This, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. The second one was the roughest for me. And that's what that post made it look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the second one. But if if I hadn't read that post, I would have, too, been like, that was my first, like, real, real love. Because, you know, I got hurt and all that in that. Yeah. And I didn't count the other one. But for what it was at the time, then, yes, I agree Yeah, the post. Yeah. I don't know. I, men are so – but you know what? Men are so different now. Mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, we're older. Like, I can't say we're, – we're probably diff- – well, I am different. We're different, yeah. too. But I just – I read something a long time ago. It was so funny. It was saying – I think – no, V. Simone, I think, was a video – or maybe it was somebody made a video and they were basically like, I miss the good old days when you knew if a man introduced you to his mama, that was that's it. Was it. Yes. When you knew like if he confided in you, like there were certain things you could but take to the bank. Exactly. Now you, you don't really know. don't know. They might have three, four girls at their mama's house. I know. It's trifling. Be someone gonna have to fight me though, because she liked the little baby too much. I'm gonna do it back back. <laughs> little baby or the baby? Oh, why do I always do that? The baby. <laughs> the baby is my husband. He's so fine. He's but my boyfriend. We're gonna get into the baby too, y'all. But yeah. yeah, nowadays you really do not. And I'm telling you, back in the day, you if he kissed you on his your forehead, you knew he loved <laughs> He's you. The one. Now he might not even like you. No. Your, your forehead just might have been looking kissable. <laughs> Shiny. You really don't know. Your forehead just been shiny that day. We need to go ahead and get our male guests because I got questions. Yeah, I do too. Like, why? Why do y'all Listen, do the first, that? The first one up, sorry for you. Yeah, because we got... Because we got time that day. <laughs> like, why? literally, why do y'all do that? Like, I don't get it. I, I don't. I believe myself to be a very genuine person. And when I say genuine, I mean like... What you see is what you get. My actions My match how I feel. I'm a forgiving person, but I want the one who met his mama. And when I found that mess out, I could have okay. his neck. But y'all together now, so you can't say that. 
I'm talking I'm about still these salty. It's, it's women out here who have met the mama. That's something I will not let go. <laughs> okay, but y'all are together now. Day, I'll be like, you was a thought, and you had other people in the house make me think I was the only one. Y'all live together. Y'all are in a whole relationship. So those other girls, he wasn't being genuine with. You can't say he wasn't being genuine with you. But still, and when I walked in, his mama was like, mm. <laughs> and now I know why. Because she was like, mm, girl number three. Right. <laughs> Trifling. These men nowadays will literally. And she, uh, I digress. <laughs> no, go ahead, sis. Say it. I just, I, I just don't get it. Like, I just feel like, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And you used to could say, and oh, they taking just taking their side too. Yeah, and you used to could say, oh, they're just trying to get in your pants. But they even will have already gotten in your <laughs> pants and still be doing it. Like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got some nerve. The nerve. <laughs> the audacity. We are too old. <laughs> we are. We really are. Too old. Like, don't be playing with me. What age? At what age do you think that they hit? <laughs> I feel bad because everybody that's joined my live is a male. Anyways, <laughs> at what age do you think that they finally mature? Men? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I Googled it one time and it said 40. <sighs> can't wait that long. <laughs> it said 40. I can't wait 15 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. Uh, 15 years, I'm trying to be, got three kids. I really think it just, yeah, exactly. It, I really think it just takes the right person. It, it really does because these little. Yeah, because I know I'm thinking of somebody right now that is young and got it together. Like Ooh. really got it. I can't say. Mouth it to me. I can't read lips. You just tell me afterwards. Hold on, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna find that. Okay. Find that. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. <laughs> we're trying to tell secrets how we're recording a podcast. I'm gonna find the Instagram, but uh, that person's husband has it together. Okay, and. Yeah. Now I gotta see what you're talking about, y'all, before we can continue because I'm really. I, I don't know if you that. know as much. Do I know them? Yeah, I think so. I think you know them. Hold on. Did I go to UNCG? Yeah. Has it together. Has yes. it together. Okay. Where's my. Where's my. <laughs> that one. That one don't be working. Why does. <laughs> y'all, I'm trying to give y'all a sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> that works. <laughs> he has it together, though. For he real. does. He does. They're cute. I like them. Yeah, very cute. So you really can't say age. No. It's coming, though. My blessing is coming. It is. It's coming. I wish I had it in me to be, like, super raw and unfiltered on here with y'all, but I just never know who's going to tune in. <laughs> tune in. You just never know. It could be someone who really don't even speak to you. Yeah, that's true. So. They might just click on it one day, like, like bloop, what you be talking about? Because I sure be listening to y'all's podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what they be I'm talking weak. about? <laughs> That's funny. It's getting hot in here. I guess the wine is kicking in. It is kicking. It's hot. I still got my jacket on and everything. Okay, too. so now let's talk about my baby. Okay, before we talk about my baby, the baby, my husband, <laughs> I have a new baby daddy. Who is your new baby daddy? So a couple weeks ago, I went from not knowing who he is at all. 
to just loving him, Roddy Rich. I don't actually know what he looks like. I don't either, but I don't need what to. What the hell? <laughs> I looked him up. Hold on, let me look him up. <laughs> Y'all. I don't need to. What do you mean you don't need to? What do you love about him? His music. Okay, okay. Like, there is not one, like, that whole album bops. And I at first I was like, who is this? Oh, he looks a little. <laughs> Did you just look him up? Yeah. He's not ugly. He looks young. We're going to have to post him on the page. Let me see. Let me look him you up. You know who he looks like? Ow, my freaking. He looks like somebody I know. Who he look like, D'Ambro? We know him. <laughs> he do look like somebody I know. <laughs> Actually, he looks like somebody that I just met. And you wouldn't know him. He looks like somebody I know. Okay, so he's a little young for me. But I was so shocked because I really didn't know who he is. I'm like, who is this Roddy Rich person Like when his album dropped? And I was like, who is this? And he got straight bangers on his album. I don't like him. I be in the car. No, not his music. Not his music. I like his music. It's really good. But his face. Box is my favorite song. Yeah. It's really, I, I rock with his music. I didn't know who he was at first either. Yeah. He's and not a baby was, daddy, like physically, but mm -mm, I like yeah. his music. That ain't it. I'll give him a 6 out of 10. Yeah, I don't even give him that. But his music is a 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's like the perfect, like, club music. Like, if you're in the club, turn it up. Because mm -hmm. that's what I was listening to on my birthday when I was in the club. I went to the club. I got a booth. You went to the club, sis? Mm -hmm. And got a booth. And drank some rock. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Disgusting. I don't drink white alcohol. Make you, it makes me very aggressive. I drink Tito's. Oh. You don't drink Tito's? Not really. Mm. My friend Ellie drinks Tito's, and she be lit. It's lit. If you drink Tito's and Is ice water. Is that a tequila? Uh-huh. Uh, no, 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 no. It's vodka. Oh, no. Yeah. Now you know good and Wait, is drink. it? No, it's vodka. It is. You know good and I cannot drink white alcohol. Last time we drank white alcohol, we tried to fight the bouncer at the club. You got to mix it. Oh. <laughs> the time when he was like. He's going to put me in a body bag. He was like, this is my city. This is my city. We were like, congratulations, <laughs> sir. You run Greensboro. I'm so happy for you. We did not care, y'all. <laughs> he was so, at, this is my city. You in my city. You know what time it is? Sir. First sir. of all, we're women, and you're talking to us like this. I don't know. offense to my Greensboro friends. Like, I spent some of my best years there and some of my worst. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. Facts. Some of the best and some of the worst. It was the best of times. <laughs> it was the worst of times. <laughs> but. Y'all are not about to sit up here and flex on the fact that you run Greensboro. Right. You're not. That's not no. a flex. That's not a flex. I'm sorry. I can't stand anybody who says they run the city. Calm down. Please. Like, yeah. Calm down. Take it back. When you run, like, I don't know. Just mind your business. L.A., holler at me. <laughs> <laughs> holler at your girl. Okay, back to the baby. The baby. Why they arrested my boo? You didn't hear about what he did? He robbed somebody because club promoter didn't give him money. Dumb. I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm going to preface all of this of what I'm about to say because I'm about to talk shit. <laughs> I'm about to preface all this by saying I love the baby, y'all. I do. I love his music. I love him as a person. He's fine as hell. I am team the baby. However, and I'm going to keep it real. And he does some dumb shit. You cannot do shit like that when you're that famous. And Love the promoter should have gave him his money. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. Ariel ain't real. Ariel
gonna fuck around and have you in jail. I'm gonna I'm keep it hot with you. You can't do dumb shit. But the club promoter like should have gave him his money. Admit that. Part. Yes, yes, okay. yes. He shouldn't have done that. Yes, but, but still. Yes, but $10,000 is mm-hmm. not worth going That's to jail nothing over. To him. $10,000 is not worth going to jail over. And you have to understand that when you're famous on that level, mm-hmm. you can't do stuff like that. Yeah. I think he only got arrested, though, because he had a worn out. And also that, you can't do stuff like that. Then he, like, poured apple juice on somebody and, like, <laughs> something. I don't know the facts, y'all, but. He did pour apple juice on him. What did, what did, did he you do? see the Boosie video? No. <laughs> Boosie was on live. And somebody was like. Um, the baby got arrested. He was like, the baby got arrested. <laughs> he was like, yeah. And he started going off. He was like, B.A., club promoter. He was like, he should have gave him his money. And he started reading something, something, something. Poor apple, the baby poured apple juice on the club promoter. <laughs> <laughs> but Lil Boosie was mad. He was like, now the club promoter got beef with all the rappers because he didn't give the baby his money. He got beef with the rappers because he didn't give Boosie the baby? Boosie said... The club promoter now has beef with all the rappers. Oh, like none, don't none of them fuck with <laughs> yes. him. Good. Well, good. Yes. He was wrong. He, he was, was. ass wrong. But I just feel like. You know, I don't fool with club promoters. We've I know. No, I don't either. Y'all, too. that's a topic within itself. Mm-hmm. Y'all be doing You remember they used to try not pay us when we brought all the people to that club? Yeah, we used to host events for them <laughs> when we were in undergrad for our sorority. They would be like, they wanted us to come and us to host the event. Like, we didn't come asking them, like, can we have a bar? They wanted us and they wasn't trying to pay us. Yeah. In two ways. You, I don't know. I just feel like. And I think what makes me so upset about the whole thing with the baby is I was really in his, I still am in his corner, but I was extremely in his corner just in regards to, I'm so glad that a black man from the hood was able to get some money and be smart about it. Exactly. And market himself well. And because the baby has made a lot of good moves. He has. A lot of smart moves. He's been smart up until he's, this he, He's been smart in a lot of ways, and I give him credit for that. So I think that's why I was so let down when I heard about some of the other decisions he made. And I don't expect him to be perfect, but uh-huh. it's just like some of the things that he does were very much avoidable. Yeah, that's true. And it's like, do I think that he's going to lose it but all see, that, off that's this? No. What I have to understand is he's still a hood nigga. He, so when he's tested, like, in that manner... He has to learn how to control the hood, like in him, like if that makes sense. That's hard. It is hard. That's a culture shock. It is hard, but we all have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. we all have those moments where, like, who we are, we got to turn it off, and we got to be smart about it because... But I feel that's like what they in want. That moment, that's like such a like a prideful moment. Like, and it's harder for men than it is for women. Yeah, and you ain't paid me my money. It is. Even though 10K is probably nothing to the baby now. He probably made 10K off of, he he literally, if you can pull up the club and make 10K, that's how easy it is. Yeah. And it was more than that. He just didn't give him all of his money. Yeah. I mean, obviously this is very different, but to me it sort of reminds me of like when dudes with money have sex with like women. Like you, you throwing everything away for one careless decision. You know yeah. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I just that bothers me. I like when I'm rooting for somebody and I want to see them win and they make careless decisions. Right. Now do I think the baby's gonna lose it all based off this? No, it's not that deep. But what if he did? Exactly. That ten thousand dollars wouldn't have been worth it. Right. What if they would have 
But I did like his follow up where he did you see his follow up today? Mm-mm. Let me pull it up. Mm-mm. Let me pull it up. I did not. Ow. I did not see his follow up. But I still love the baby. I still like the baby. I just need him to I not put himself. Voice. I don't want to see the baby end up like some other rappers who could have been great but kept making dumb decisions. So his post was, to whom this may concern. Please stop talking to me about the weak-ass 48 hours I spent in jail and that failed attempt to break my spirit and interrupt my path I'm taking to my God-given success. Don't allow yourself to be misled by janky promoters and lazy-ass grown men itching for opportunity to file a lawsuit that they won't win with a little geek smiley face. <laughs> I'll remain composed and focused knowing allegations made without honesty and te- integrity will never be honored by the Most High. Please be reminded that Sucker-ass situations like these aren't worthy of your time or attention. Don't allow yourself to become lost in the sauce or misinformed by the media. I encourage you all to kick back, relax, and prepare yourselves for this new wave of music and entertainment I have prepared for y'all, baby. Okay. That was good. And I could hear him saying it in his sexy voice. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, it was. It was a very mature response to everything, too. It was. I think the other part of it that I think I need that, makes me view some of these situations differently is because I'm in court all the time yeah. and I know the way these judges move. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn. Yeah. My you boyfriend could, tells me about that like, all the time. They, re- they could be having a bad day and, and you don't want to give them any opportunity by putting yourself in situations where maybe you were right, but you were kind of wrong and yeah. then they was having a bad day was having a bad day. Or they just don't like you. Or they're making an example out of you. Mm-hmm. And that's the part like that like irritates you. Not even irritates me, but just makes me nervous. That yeah. I want people to understand is that, okay. They have to say so at the end of the day. It might not have been that bad. But at the end of the day, the, the judge can put you in jail over like uh, anything. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah, that's true. And his caption was. For your pants sagging. Like, they can put you in jail for anything. His caption was, real nigga with plenty sense. And then he put, like, the books emoji. And then he said, for those who passed judgment, I already forgave you in advance. But then he said, this is why I love him. (laughs) He said, P.S., how many ladies think I'm sexier after reading this post and finding out I'm smart, too, question. And then he put, like, all different races with the raising (laughs) hand emoji. He is fine. He He, put a white girl, a Mexican, a black girl, a real black girl. Oh my gosh, he's. I I love love him. him. (laughs) I do love him. I do, and that's why I'm being hard on him because I love him. Hashtags in the caption. I can't see. You know my eye fucked up. (laughs) Hashtag back to work. Hashtag you bitch ass nigga (laughs) (laughs) with a smiley face. (laughs) He's him though. Kid. Like he, like how much I loved Cardi when she first came out. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say when she first came out, when she first got famous yeah. for being herself. Like it was hard not to love her mm-hmm. because she was herself. It's kind of the same with the baby. Mm-hmm. He's just himself, and he gonna be himself regardless. Yeah. So it's hard not to love him. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. I just want him to. I just don't want to see what's happened to some other greats happen mm-hmm. to him. Or potential greats happen to him. But I love him. I do too. And I definitely think that he's going to. He's going to be big. Yeah. He's already big. I want him to come on the podcast. (laughs) Everybody, (laughs) when we drop this episode, tag the baby so he can come here. Let's ask him.
ask him. We should. He might. He might. We're from, we're, we, we are here in Charlotte. <laughs> he was about to say, we're from Charlotte. We're not from Charlotte. We are here in Charlotte. Yeah. We should bring, not even the baby. So I, I um, take back what I said. <laughs> <laughs> the baby, I was on your side the whole time. <laughs> I just care about you. I just want you to be doing better. I just care about I'm weak. you. I'm weak. Okay, but outside of Tough that. Tough love. Right. I do want the baby to come, so tag the baby. But also, I think that, and y'all Mm-mm. can tell. Don't tag him in this one. <laughs> the Amber said what she said. I love you. I was but just playing. I do think that we should bring some up-and-coming artists on here. Because I feel like everybody don't get they shine like they should. Like, there's some really good up-and-coming artists. Yeah. That's just a ramble. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> I was just playing. For yeah, we're going to bring our guests back soon, though, y'all. It's just me and Deanna right now because we're still getting back into the swing of things, getting everything set up. But we got some we got some fire coming. Fire, fire, fire. fire you be seeing them posts where it be like, if my future husband is reading this, don't take me seriously. I just be playing, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> just playing the baby. Come on our show. I just be playing, baby. <laughs> don't take me seriously. For real, though, that's a, like, thing about me. Anybody who knows me knows don't take me seriously. Yeah. She was being serious, though, but it was coming from, like, a a good place. Yeah. No, but that aside, don't take me seriously. Yeah. Because I be playing. You do. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> and she was drinking 13.9% wine. I was, I was, I was, I was. You know somebody else would be playing? Who? Lizzo. Oh. <laughs> she be, y'all. So tell me what happened because I'm so out of the loop with this. So she, this is a while ago <laughs> now, but she basically went to a basketball game with like a t-shirt dress, but when she turned around, her whole butt cheeks were out. Like literally her whole butt cheeks were out. And she walked around the basketball game, sat on them bleachers, kids was there with her whole ass cheeks out. <laughs> and like half of everybody was like, yes, love yourself. What? That's right, girl. Fuck the haters. And then half of everybody else was like, okay, there are children That's a there. Much. Yeah. Children there and just people that might not want to see you with your behind out. Yeah, like your whole... And I was telling somebody, if she were small, that would have been... So everybody would have been going in if she was small. But because she was a big girl, everybody was like, she's embracing her body. She's loving herself. Had she had been my size, it would have been a whole problem that she was walking around a basketball game. I mean, it was a problem anyways for a lot of people, but nobody would have said. I don't know. I never saw what happened, but I did see people like tweeting, um, Y'all are only saying something because of her size, mm-hmm. and it has everything to do with her being a big girl. But, I mean, at the end of the day, nobody should be walking around a basketball game with family and kids with their behind out. I don't care how famous you are, how little, or how big you are. No, nobody. Nobody. You need to put your daggone clothes on. And so what did playing. she have to say about it? She um She was just very unapologetic about it from what I saw. I don't know if she made any, like, sideline statements that I missed Mm -hmm. but from what I saw she was just like it is what it is Mm. I mean because she wanted that attention yeah at the end of the day like she wanted people to be talking about her she wanted the attention yes I think that was kind of like if my kid was there I would have been pissed I would have too but like at the same time same time people walk around the beach like that 
that's true. Ain't like your but kid ain't never seen ass before. But it also depends on what kind of beach you're on. Like, if you're true. at Hilton Head I on mean, a family these, trip. These days, people be at Hilton Head with the thong bathing suits on. So <laughs> yeah. You can't even. But also, it's like, is it during spring break or is it a random weekend? Like, it's very rare you're going to see it. Nine times out of ten, you kind of know yeah. the environment you're getting yourself into. These kids are exposed to so much now, though. They are. They really are. I, I say that all the time. Like, kids today just know so much more than I did when I was their age. They really do. And it's sad because it's just like, with us, like, thinking about, like, we're going to have kids not too, I mean, not next year, maybe, but soon. Yeah. And it's like, you're bringing kids into this world where there really is no filters, like, on like they have access to any and everything yeah like you remember like porn and stuff used to come on like on the late night and it had the parental lock on it and you could only get into it if you know you had the passcode or something like that now Mm -hmm. all you have to do is pull it up on youtube yeah yeah these kids are like they're just it's sad i was um with my friend and like they were talking about how like their younger like nieces and stuff are like Watching their weight and what they yeah, eat, and like, like that's so they're not sad. even—they're like eight years old talking yeah. about like, oh, I can't eat that. And kids are mean. Mm-hmm. I mean, kids have always been mean. Girl, girls especially—they've always been mean. But today is just so much more. Like, do you see how kids dress now when they go to school, like mm-hmm. high schoolers? Mm-hmm. I would never be able to walk out of the house like mm-hmm. that. Like crop tops. Like my sister was wearing like crop tops. Granted, she's little. But she was wearing crop tops to school. Your mom, your sister got some. Yeah, she has boobs. Mm-hmm. But when she was in high school, she was literally wearing like crop tops and stuff to school. Ours had to be pulled all the way down past our pants line. We couldn't wear a skirt that was shorter than finger length. Mm-hmm. They be dressing like crazy. Yeah, like they dress how I dress to go to the club to school. Yeah, they were. I went to the Dixie Classic in Winston, mm-hmm. and I was. My friend thought I was being dramatic, but I was really shocked at how many little girls had fake eyelashes on. Yes. It was so many of them. I still don't know how to do my makeup good. No, me neither. And, like, granted, I wear fake eyelashes every now and again. Like, I'm not trying to say that I don't, but I'm also also 25 years old, about (laughs) to be 26. Yeah. And I didn't start doing that until probably maybe 23. Yeah, like, and when my little brothers used to bring their girlfriends around, I'd be like, how old is she? Like, mm-hmm. makeup, lashes, crop tops, short skirts. Like, it's just long nails. Mm-hmm. I When I first started getting acrylic, I had to get, like, short, mm-hmm. like, finger-length acrylic. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was, no, that's too grown. Like, I remember I wanted a haircut, and they were like, no, that's too grown. One of my belly button pierced, no, you got to wait till this age. Yeah. Like, it was, like, certain limits on things that kids now they don't have. And it's just kind of like, it kind of makes you appreciate it. Like, looking back, you're like, oh, like, my mama ain't let me do this, or my daddy ain't let me do this. But you kind of see a reason for it, because these kids today are just so... Not innocent anymore. Yeah. And they don't get it. Like, they really think that you're hating or you're trying to police them or whatever, whatever. I be trying to tell them, you have to decide that you're beautiful before all those things. Exactly. Because if you start depending on those things at 13, mm-hmm. you start depending on... Because, I mean, fake eyelashes are bomb. Like, yeah. they will... I've gotten one time and now I'm addicted. Yeah. No, I'm addicted. Yeah. I'm get, I got an appointment tomorrow if, yeah. I, don't got, if I don't got pink eye. <laughs> right. But... <laughs> but it, they're bomb, but if I didn't decide that I was beautiful before I did that, mm-hmm. it just would have been a lot harder, I think. And I don't think these girls get like they think that we're 
whatever. But like it's really I seen I was um at the Dominican salon and this lady in front of me, they asked her what her um day and month is for her birthday because I guess they were gonna put her in the system. Yeah. They were like, oh, what's your birthday? Just the date in the month. Because, you know, they can't ask people's year. Mm-hmm. And But she didn't hear them. And she told them her year. And I almost fell out. She said 1997. And I almost fell out. Because she looked like she could have been my mama. Yeah. And she was born in 1997. That's crazy. And, and then not only that, it's like... <laughs> These girls look so much older than they are, and then they have, like, these grown men that mm-hmm. are, like, hitting on them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it makes it so much easier for you to lie about your age. Mm-hmm. So then it's like you're not only getting yourself into some stuff, you also getting these men into stuff who may not even know how old you are because you sitting here telling them that you're 21, 22, and you really look like it. Yeah, and you're I feel bad school. for men these days. I do, too. I do, too. Because it's just like they're even more developed now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how? Mm-hmm. It's, it's these foods. It's these hormones. It's these. And I, I hate to say it because I have nothing against, like, like young um like parents but mm-hmm. the parents are getting younger too mm-hmm. so it's just like you're growing up with your kids now mm-hmm. and they're thinking a lot of that stuff is cute and they're like oh me and my daughter getting our nails done together yeah but it's y'all like, getting okay. the same length and i was about to say and you need to be telling your daughter to keep it short uh-huh you are not grown Girl. you are not me no and it's just like the weaves and stuff too like it'd be kids five six seven getting weaves in their head and i'm just like no my kid will have braids with beads like mm-hmm. i did yep you better learn how to do your it's own just, hair. i don't know it, it kind of it's really scary to bring kids into these world this world nowadays because i'm just like how how do i protect you now because it's just kind of like even kids are sneaky even mm-hmm. if you do try to protect them like okay you can't protect them too much because then they're gonna go get to college and act a fool yeah. or every time you're not watching them they're gonna act a fool yeah, I'm not going to shelter my kids by yeah. any means, but I am going to, I hope, my biggest hope is that I have a good relationship with right. them. Right, so they can come and talk to me when these things arise. Yes, and so mm-hmm. that they can know that when I'm telling them something, I'm going to try my very hardest, and I try to work on it with my kids now, not my biological yeah. kids, obviously, but, like, the kids I work with now. I'm going to try my very hardest not to, like, give them, because I said so, yeah. answers. Like, I want them to genuinely. that's not fair. No, and I want them to genuinely trust me and have a relationship with me mm-hmm. or to where they know when I tell them something, it's really because right. of a good reason. And honestly, I reflect on things like this all the time because it's just kind of like I'm blessed and I'm realizing this now at 26 years old. Like I, I'm really blessed to turn out like the way that I have Same. after everything that has happened like mm-hmm. in my life, like the way certain things have been set up because I, I did really have like a hard time growing up like and not even all from choices, like just like, you know, like life events happening and things mm-hmm. like that. Like some stuff was, you know, adults that should have been adults. But it's also just kind of like, I'm blessed, like, because I had every reason to not turn out the way that I did, Mm -hmm. but I did for whatever reason, God, honestly. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, you know, I wasn't, like, my daddy wasn't really strict, but at the same time I was raised by a male and not, like, a female figure. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like a lot of things could happen. And and men are just not, like, as hands-on, like, as – well, I wouldn't even say that. My daddy just wasn't really strict. So it was kind of like, you know, I I had that open room to kind of do whatever I wanted to. But at the same time, I also, for whatever reason, had some sort of, like, respect to the point where it's like I knew better. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think about that all the time. I'm like, I'm really just 
like that was nothing but God that I turned out the way that I did. That I wasn't like a, and again, nothing against teenage mothers, that I didn't have a kid or I didn't like, you know, get caught up in my hometown and things like that because I had every excuse to really. Yeah. 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 Same. I'm glad. So. I'm just thinking my lucky stars. But I can't wait to get to that point in life. But you know what? I've been thinking more and more about that. And not even just the kids. I mean, obviously, before the kids comes the mm-hmm. marriage and stuff like that. And I've been thinking about that kind of stuff. And, like, a big topic that came up for me recently was the whole submission thing, of course. Yeah. Like, that's, like, a thing. So I was talking to one of my good friends about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like... So I used to be hell-bent against submission. I used to be like, hell nah, it ain't going to happen. I remember. That's don't, why I'm like, why is she over here smiling? No, because I used to be like, don't bet your life on it because yeah. it's not going to happen. So then, and there are people who can test attest to the fact that I was like that. Me being one of them. <laughs> and then I got older and I got a little bit more educated. And I was like, okay, okay. Like, now that I really understand a little bit more about it, I can see it. I'm, I'm with it. Like, but I still had questions. Mm-hmm. So I was debating with one of my friends about it. And I was like, I guess one of my biggest questions right now, or or was, because I got my answer, but my biggest question was if, say we're 50-50, right? We're splitting mm-hmm. all the bills 50-50. We're splitting the house responsibilities 50-50. Like, we are literally equals 100% on everything. Mm-hmm. What like there is nothing that he steps outside of more than me. Yeah. What then at that point makes me have to be submissive to him? You know what I mean? Like I didn't under like is it just because he has a penis? Like I don't understand. No, I think it. it I think submission times ties more in like to the Bible and the male, male being like the head of the household or whatever. But the way I look at it in today's But what society, makes you the head? Well, I got my answer. But my yeah. question, and I'll share what the answer that I got. But my question. Was what makes you the head of the household, though? You know what I mean. If it's mm-hmm. not, and to me, During I'm not. But in the <laughs> Bible, they weren't yeah. working. You know what I mean. Uh-huh. In the Bible, the women weren't. So you can't really. Today, in today's society, this is how this is how I've always looked at it. Like I, I don't mind submitting to my man. Like I don't at all. Like sometimes I want to do things for you. Like I want to cook. I want to clean this house because you're my man. But that's and not really submission. And yeah, it's not. But it's like kind of it kind of is, like but you, it's kind of not. Yeah, true. But I feel like I'm I'm gonna do what I want to. Like you know, like I'll, I'll look at you as like the head of the household or like superior this and the third because you're the man in the situation. But until you until you point it out, like because I'm not obligated to do anything. Right. But okay, here's my thing with you though. All right, so you'll cook for CJ. You'll clean. Will you let CJ make the decisions? No, Ex- and that's my. That's not. Then you're not submitting. It, it to depends him. on what. <laughs> then it you're, depends then on see, what decision it you is. You got that though. whole cooking and all that down pack, but yeah. submission comes with allowing him to. With allowing him to be the head of the household comes allowing him to make the decisions. And I know damn well, knowing you, <laughs> that you are not. Not saying you won't ever. Yeah, but. It's going to be extremely hard for you to allow CJ to make the decisions. But so that was my question. Like, what makes them the head of the household if we're doing? And so the answer that I got, I'm satisfied with. So I asked my uncle, and he's a pastor. And I was like, I'm asking somebody who knows. I ain't asking y'all little regular, degular folks who read the Bible in Bible school when you were six. And that's (laughs) it. And vacation Bible school. And vacation, not six. But when you read it, I I ain't asking y'all. 
So the explanation that he gave me, because because I even reached a point where I felt like it wasn't about money. Yeah. I can make more money. I can support the house financially more. That's fine. But what el- then what else does he have to do? Because what if, because other people who, like regular regular people, have been like, well, he's supposed to lead the family when it comes to the Lord. But what if I'm the more the more faithful one? Faithful one? Yeah. What if I'm the one waking us up for church? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what is it that makes him the head of the household? So the answer that I got from my uncle is basically... He, he is the first to sacrifice. If somebody is going to go without, it's going to be him. And that's what makes him the head of the household. Does that make sense? If, there, like, if there's going to be anybody in the house, that's, that's when you know he yes, is the head of the household. does that always happen? What do you, huh? Does that always happen? That's what he's saying. He's saying that has to. In order for you to be the head of the household, you have to. In order for you to deserve be deserving of the submission of your wife you have to be the first to sacrifice if anybody in the household oh, is okay. gonna go without if anybody's not right gonna now, eat it's gonna be you if anybody i'm sorry but men today don't want to sacrifice no, and that's no, the issue they like, don't they want they want all the uh, girl you don't got me started no they want all those things but you what male sacrifices because Men today feel like they don't need to. Yeah, no, they don't. But that's and I was satisfied with that answer because that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm satisfied with that answer. If too. you're the if first you're to, to go without, yeah. if you're sacrificing for this family, if anybody has to suffer, it's going to be you. If we're homeless and we got one mattress and all of us can't fit and you're going to be the one to sleep on the curb, all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're going to be the first that, that honestly to sacrifice every time, I'm fine with submitting to you. Mm-hmm. I should. Mm-hmm. But that was the answer that I got of like, it don't matter about who makes the most money. It doesn't matter. Like, and it doesn't because in today's society, it's like all those little, like, like you just said, all those little things that we consider submission. Mm-hmm. Girl, that is a whole topic. That's a word. It is. That's a word. So all my men out here who feel you're deserving of submission, ask yourself, well, first of all, if you're not married, cut it. If you're not about to be married, cut it. But all my men who are reaching that point and want to reach that point and feel like you're worthy of submission, ask yourself, are you the first to sacrifice? If somebody's going to go without, is it you? Because if it's not, if you ate and your girl hasn't, if... Y'all go without and you you got it. You're you're good and your girl riding around on on an empty tank like or not your girl, your wife. Are you deserving of submission? Girl, that's a whole word word. Cause. Your, your uncle I wish we had a male in here right now. Mm-hmm. Your uncle gave a whole actually I, Is it gonna play? <laughs> what? Oh the oh, thing. Oh, hold on, here we go. Blessings to <laughs> I can't. You gotta keep it all the way. Y'all, we still working on the sound of it. You gotta be willing to sacrifice, okay? I the blessings come in. I'm weak. For real though. But really though, I never thought about it like that. No, but I also, me and you are natural sacrificers. We that's are. Not, that's not a word, but I don't it's think. It's just like a but, lot of times I feel like, and, and this doesn't even go outside the relationship. Like, I just feel like, naturally I sacrifice a lot mm-hmm. like in any situation like mm-hmm. I, I would give my last to somebody even if it meant like I was sacrificing that mm-hmm. so it's just that that is very true and I've never had it put in that predicament before no where, I haven't either where it's like okay this makes you the head of the household and it makes a lot of sense now that you've said it 
But I wouldn't known that either way. But now it's like, okay, yeah, that is it. That's it. That's it. (laughs) That's it. That is what it is. (laughs) That's what I need. All that. Yeah, all that. Period. Yeah. (laughs) But it makes it really does make a lot of sense. And I really have never been more satisfied with being submissive, knowing that that's the calling on the man. My calling is to be submissive, and his calling is to sacrifice. Yes. Then, then you submit. Because, but if you're the only one making sacrifices, then no, boo. Because the first time I had this conversation with someone, it was all about she got to wake up before me and have breakfast ready oh. and she got to do this. And it was a bunch, a lot of sacrificing on the woman's part and nothing of what they were doing. Right. And, and that's what, but and I, that's why that's I how, couldn't get with it. That's how men think today. They think that you should be the one doing everything. Because my thing is, if I gotta cook, clean, take care of the kids, and pay the half the bills, and you know, sacrifice, go without, sound like slavery to me. And submit to you, I gotta do all that and submit to you too. Like, come on, <laughs> like, it sounds like slavery to me. God, like what you gotta do? Nothing. nothing. <laughs> you gotta do nothing. Nah, nah, man, nah. I'm, weak. <laughs> I'm not with it. I'm not with it. I'm weak. I'm not. No, that's true. That's true. But like, even you know how even Courtney, remember Courtney was telling us that Jordan wakes up and makes her yeah. coffee even when he, that is that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's a sacrifice. He don't have to be up yet, but he wakes up and he makes his wife coffee and warms and up her lunch. car. And, and lunch, lunch and warms up her car. Right. I mean, that's sacrifice. That's sacrifice. It's simple, but that's mm-hmm. sacrifice, and that's what a husband. But it's should like do. into that side, like these these men have it imprinted in their mind what submission is, mm-hmm. and that ain't they ain't heard it. So maybe we should post on my Instagram to tell them. Mm-hmm. We gonna tell y'all. You heard it here first. You, you did seriously until you're ready to sacrifice. You're not ready to be submitted to. No, you have to sacrifice to be submitted to. Mm-hmm. Period. Yep. Because you at the, and from now on. Because at that point you want to. I don't know any woman who has a man that is sacrificing for her that would not want to go with what he yeah. is saying. That would not want to allow him to make the decision. Exactly. And then if she doesn't want to be submissive in any type of way when you're doing that, then maybe she has some stuff she needs to work on. Exactly. But if you're sacrificing for her and if anyone's gonna go without it's gonna be you and she knows that. I she's gonna want to submit. She's gonna want to, cause she knows Unless at the end she's of just selfish. Yeah, but I was like, yes, finally somebody gave me an answer. That was good. Yeah, because that was, was really good. I was like, I didn't, I didn't not understand. I'm actually really satisfied with that answer. Yes, very satisfied. That's the hard part, cause I was like, what? Then what's the hard part for them? Mm-hmm. I could see back in the day when, and and granted, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be taken care of hand and foot. I don't want to sit at home. Well. I would say that's a well. whole other topic, though. Okay, now we're in. We're going to have to wrap this up soon, so I may say this topic for a different day. Yeah. But just to touch on it, another thing that makes me mad, like, outside of submission, is these women feel like it's men's obligation to take care of them. Yes. Yeah. It's no one's obligation. No, it's not. But it's like you see, like, the whole... Like if a man if a man tells you no, then he's automatically broke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that ain't right. Oh, 
kind of might say that for next time, honestly, because that, that is right. a whole topic. And that ain't what we mean by sacrifice. Like, you ain't got to yeah, always mm-hmm. throw your money out there. But, yeah, it's a whole nother topic. For a whole different day. Yep. But, yeah, episode one out here. Oh, yeah, because our last one was the pilot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to come up with a name tonight for y'all. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> We're going to yeah, drop yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so we'll go ahead and wrap up episode one because we've been rambling Per usual, but maybe next time we'll have a little guest for y'all or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm making no promises, but we may. We might. (laughs) We might. But all righty, we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. So tune in for episode two. Until next time. Bye.